0: You are listening to Absent Minded, brought to you by HabsEyesOnThePrize.com.
1: Hello and welcome to Habsent Minded, top 25, under 25, into the top 10. And of course, we're at number 8 with Alex Newhook, newly minted player from the uh, Colorado Avalanche he had Joshua Roy just um, below him at 10 in the, in the on an average score in the rankings Alex Newhook has 9 and the next of Bomb has 5.6 so this is the gap this is where the plateau sort of evens out before you run into the top 7 and where the next plateau starts Unfortunate enough thanks to a very good friend over at the Athletic Muratitesh to be joined by Peter Barr from The Athletic as well, obviously, but covering Colorado Avalanche on his summer break. Thank you so much for joining us, Peter.
0: Yeah, thank you for having me.
1: It's it's a huge pleasure. I have read some of your articles, uh, especially last year with the cup run and me being a Lekkonen fan. Um, great to see him succeed. Great to see the Colorado succeed, even without Forsberg there, you know
0: yeah (laughs) they had Landeskog though so they they had their swedish their swedish presence
1: yeah but he's no forsberg no no it's
0: hard to be peter forsberg
1: yeah and and that's how old i am as well that's what i remember you know so yeah yeah yeah, of course and and the good old detroit uh rivalry as well superb games uh fantastic atmosphere and some good fights as well Um, (laughs) and we're here to talk about alex First and foremost, at the trade, were you surprised? Were you what? What were your feelings about the trade in in general?
0: I would say I wasn't. I would say neither surprised, but I wasn't expecting it either. I I think that it was when I saw the return, it made a lot of sense. Um, I think for both sides, and it it just felt like New Hook had had kind of reached a. It, this past season was a difficult season for him in some ways. I think. Not being able to kind of seize a a top six role, like he was hoping, like the team was probably hoping. and And so it made sense to to maybe get him a fresh start um for the abs to get back some some draft picks that they really could use um and then and then kind of bolster their system, use one of those picks to get Ross Colton, who's maybe a little more ready for that third line kind of grinding role that that New hook maybe wasn't um, quite slotted for. so So I think it it made sense as soon as kind of you, you went and reflected on it, even if I wasn't maybe expecting it when it happened.
1: You mentioned obviously top six role. Is that where you see him needing to play in order to succeed?
0: Not necessarily. I think, uh, I mean, you saw on the, the Stanley cup winning team, he was a contributor mostly in a bottom six role. I think he's a guy who, who has top six potential, whether he gets there is is kind of up to him and finding that level of consistency. I, I think honestly what will help him in Montreal is is I think he's going to have a little more freedom to make mistakes, um, whether that's in a bottom six role or a top six role. But Colorado was obviously so focused on on trying to win another cup, on playoff success, on winning the division. And sometimes that doesn't always align with a player's development I because I think Newhook was a guy who who probably needed the freedom to try things on the ice to make a mistake here or there and not um be in the doghouse because because of a mistake and I think in in Montreal he'll I would guess get a lot of opportunity a lot of ice time and I think just more ice time will probably help him kind of figure out who he is a is as a player learn about the league and and kind of go from there
1: Obviously a local boy as well, uh, having grown uh, up a Montreal Canadiens fan from what I've heard. Um, 2.9 million deal, four-year deal, really good contract. Do you see him as a center? Do you see him down the line or do you see him as a winger?
0: Well, he played both in Colorado and I think that's actually uh, a really interesting question is is what position he plays at long-term. I think... um, there's some things he has to get more comfortable with if he's going to play center longer term. He he was okay defensively, but I think maybe having a little more confidence with the puck on his stick. It seemed like there was a point kind of midway through the season as the season went on a little bit later in the season where he he kind of found a groove there a little bit more than he had previously. I think at the beginning of the year um I know Jared Bednar, the ads coach talked about wanting him to have a little more confidence with the puck on the, his stick. And, and I think when you saw him, him do that, I think you saw the production follow and certainly the good play. And um, I think that, so I think there's some elements of that that he needs to work on and improve on if he's going to stick at center, but he's already showed like that. He can be a capable middle six to bottom six player at the NHL level. And considering he's only 22, there's reason for optimism that he could, a, he, he'll at the very least be that going forward and could potentially develop into something more.
1: Yeah, and, and and going back to the contract, it's a fantastic contract for Montreal Canadiens as well. So so you you leave Rome for improvement down the line and and having Alex Newhook to, to sort of anchor that, uh, whatever you want to call it, the, the middle six probably, uh, forward group. Um, what is Alex Newhook's strength in? like we we mentioned a little bit where he struggled, but but where do you see his main strength?
0: Well, he's an excellent skater he's he's got a lot of really good ability in that regard, and that made him i think appealing to Colorado when they drafted him because that's the type of hockey they like to play in and, and so his his skating ability is is really good and and something that'll be really valuable i think his uh he's got a really good shot um and and offensive ability to to kind of play make and that's not that's something that you can't always find in um i guess in a late round draft pick like he's got that skill that made him the 16th overall pick so he's he's got a lot of tools and i think his skating really makes him appealing
1: you know everyone in the montreal system since the trade has been the next archer elekhanen is the (laughs) Alex uh, Newhookenin.
0: <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I think the one thing with Lakenin is he's such a relentless forechecker, and Newhook forechecks and stuff. But I, I think he he certainly has a ways to go before he's he's kind of that type of player um, and a guy who's who's maybe counted on in a penalty killing role and who can and forecheck relentlessly. So so I I don't know if if that's the I guess perfect comp because I think Newhook probably has a little bit more natural offensive ability than Lekkonen did. Um, Lekkonen probably has a little more forechecking ability than Newhook. So, so it's I don't know if that's the exact comp I'd use, but I, I I'm sure Montreal would be thrilled if that's, that that ended up being the case.
1: Well, every team would be, and and if, especially as, as you mentioned, Lekkonen's defensive acumen is is so strong down the line. So, so you can put him more or less anywhere. Well even color you guys even showed he could play the first uh, on the on the top line as well I asked you as as a little bit of, of a gimmick as well we know our sister' site uh, is uh, mile high hockey is doing this but if you were to turn in a top 25 under 25 list for Colorado where would you have new hook in, in that system and and I will take a wild guess and say that you have um, a certain Kyle Macar as number one.
0: Yeah, Cal McCarr manages to to sneak in at number one. There, he he's pretty good at hockey. I've um, heard that. I, I don't would,
1: watch Colorado that much anymore.
0: <laughs> I would guess that, that it's kind of tough because I I don't fully know what some of the new guys are yet. Like some of the guys they drafted, and um, Callum Ritchie and Gliayev, the the guy they got in the late first. So they're they're definitely. I think seeing how they develop could change things, but I'd probably have him in the three to five range somewhere in in there. I think obviously kale's number one Um, and Byram, I would say is two. And then new hook in terms of under 25 NHL ready players is definitely number three. Um, but there are a few other guys who are prospects who could eventually, I think maybe surpass him and whether that's Oscar Olsson, who who's a Swedish kid who who uh, he he had a okay year with the Eagles last year. Jean Luc Foody is someone who has shown some promise. I would probably have new hook at three. I think just because you you know that he's already an NHL level player. Um, but I also think that you could make a case for some of the young prospects that are coming up in the
1: pipeline. Yeah, you, we we mentioned this it, it, during this exercise that you know you know what you have. But the prospect could be, you know, it could be a super yacht or it could be like the really crappy wooden boat over there that is sinking because all of the holes. So you never know. It's a mystery box. And that is what makes everyone have a little bit of a different rankings. And it makes for an intriguing comment section on on our website (laughs) as well. (laughs) We will go on a commercial break here. If you're in a car, if you had your headphones in, Make sure to lower the voice so you don't get blindsided or uh, get an ear infection from a little bit of a loud commercial. The God of Mischief is back and better than ever. Loki. 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 Wow. Great to see you again. Critics agree. Loki Season 2 is... Marvelous. Great. And it's finally
0: here. How much do you know? Let us assume I don't know much. A mind-bending adventure... Spectacularly cinematic. I've been waiting for a moment like this. It surpasses all
1: expectations. A little over the top, don't you think? I thought it was spot on. Loki season two now streaming only on Disney Plus. We are back, and we're looking forward to hear more of what Peter Bohr will say about Alex Newhook and his role with the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, Colorado is going for it this upcoming season as well. Montreal. Not so much, but but Montreal is probably going to avoid the bottom and they're probably going to um, manage to avoid the uh, playoffs unless one team struggles completely in, in in the division. Realistically, looking at New Hook, looking at, at what you know about the Montreal Canadiens and where, uh, what kind of expectations should we really have on New Hook at this time?
0: Yeah, so I mean, last year Hook had I'm, I'm pulling it up thirty points. He had thirty points last year, thirty three points the year before. Um, I would guess that he'll get a little bit of power play time with Montreal, and I think that'll help him a lot in terms of production and um, kind of getting getting a little bit more point wise. I think he'll have a little more opportunity. He, he averaged, I think, looks like thirteen he's he's never played more than 14 minutes a game on average in a season so i think with montreal i would guess that they're going to have him um kind of in a role where he'll he'll have a chance to earn some more ice time and i think that um that could lead to more more production he he was in an interesting spot going into last year with colorado because i think there was a lot of hope that he could maybe be a the the two c and i think that that was just a little bit too big of a jump for him going into the season. And I think that um, in Montreal, I think obviously there, there will be expectations for him and it's obviously a place where people care a lot about hockey and will will be invested in his success, but it's a little less urgent than it was in Colorado of like, can he be the two C that can help the Colorado Avalanche repeat as cup champions? He doesn't need to be that in Montreal. And I think that'll lead to him getting a little bit more ice time. So I don't know if that's, on the wing, on the second line, if it's third line center, but I would guess that he'll probably get more than 13 minutes of ice time, a game in Montreal, plus some time on the power play. And I think that could lead to him, him having a, maybe a career high in points he's had. um, I think he's had, he had 14 goals this past year, 13 goals the year before. So maybe he gets, up into the higher teens and goals. Um, I think that would be kind of an ideal scenario for, for him is get a little more power play time, get more ice time, and just kind of let him find his game in NHL action.
1: There's been talk about him being part of the Cowfield Suzuki line. There's been talk about him and and uh, Kirby Dach uh fighting it out for the second C spot. Um you you know enough you, you know a lot about hockey, obviously you don't know enough about Montreal hockey, but if, if you have Kirby Dach, big, strong, new hook a little bit smaller, a little bit more um skating wise probably. Um but do do you see do you see him fighting it out for that second C spot or, or do you think he will as we mentioned earlier transition maybe into a a winger
0: yeah i'm i'm not sure exactly what what montreal will use him as i would guess that he can do both so i would guess that maybe no uh, every team will deal with injuries this year so i'm guessing that at some point there'll be injuries that'll lead to him maybe playing with um with the at center, but maybe he starts it. If they have, if Doc, I mean, he it seemed like he had a really nice year last year. And if he stays at second line center, then maybe you have new hook on the wing in a, a role where he can get more ice time. If Doc is hurt or if someone else gets hurt, maybe then you see new hook get a little bit more time at, at center. Um, or maybe he slots in at third line center. Like there's different, I think ways for him to, to kind of, get time in the middle of the ice i don't know exactly montreal's situation and what they're they're looking for from him i think for me the the thing the biggest thing i'm looking for with alex newhook is is how much ice time he's going to get and i and i think that that's kind of the most important thing for him his development is just getting opportunity and playing time
1: you also mentioned power play um, maybe earning some of that confidence back because it's obviously a little bit of a confidence shatterer being traded as well um but earning that confidence going forward getting some extra points but also when you look at it he took quite of a low contract quite of a long contract with that number as well Uh, you mentioned the pressure in montreal do you think that was a smart move from him to maybe get out of some of that pressure especially being sort of a local boy
0: um, by you mean just by taking the kind of lower con- yeah. contract? Indeed. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I, I'm i not a hundred percent sure what his, his value was. I mean, I'm sure he probably would have loved to have get, gotten a bit more AAV, but he's still going to, this contract still allows him to, to get a new deal when he's what? 26, I think. Um, yeah. so he'll, he'll be able to, to renegotiate in the, in the somewhat near future um, which will be good for him it's not it's honestly it's very similar to the deal Kirby Doc signed it's a little bit um, a little bit less but I think Kirby Dock's I'm looking now is 3.3 um, for four years so I think New Hooks is is kind of right in that range and that'll allow him to then maybe earn his his get a get a new contract a few years from now if he kind of uh plays to to his potential. I think that it's certainly more than he probably would have gotten in Colorado, um which might have also played into the the trade is is he um he he, he probably wasn't gonna be able to get a a huge number in Colorado because just because of how tied up against the cap they are. And so he probably maybe took a little bit higher AAV than he he was going to get in Colorado and maybe sacrificed being able to go to negotiate sooner because of that.
1: Interesting. Um, Have you heard, like, what kind, there's been a lot of talk about character in in Montreal and even by by the old guard like Bergevin and and before getting fired. Is Alex Newhook one of those guys that is that character player? Obviously, he brings in the, the pedigree of a Stanley Cup, and, and what it takes to get there and, and what it takes to hoist it as well, not just get there because some of the, the, the players in Montreal obviously was at the Stanley Cup final, but what brings he in, in those intangibles that, that everyone likes to talk about?
0: Yeah, I I never heard a, a bad thing about New Hook as a, as a guy in Colorado. And I, I liked, uh, talking to him and and getting to know him. So I, I think he, he fits the bill there of a the young kind of core of players that they're trying to have. And someone who, who um, like you said, has experience is a a positive presence in the, in the dressing room. And I, I, I yeah, I, I wouldn't, I think also hit with his relationship with Kent Hughes. I mean, Kent Hughes knows his character as well as anyone. Their kids are, are really good friends. And, uh, and I think that, 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 Probably speaks to his try uh, He Kent Hughes is making a bet on Newhook as a as a person as well as as a player. So I think that that all kind of ties together, and I think that he uh, he fits the bill there of being a, a positive presence in terms of the locker room's overall character.
1: I've heard through sources, and they're not confirmed, but but you mentioned obviously that Hughes knows Hugh uh, and and his dad. And um, I've heard that Newhook is, is really, really crazy to go to or, or excited to go to the Habs. And he pushed for it himself. We've been talking about it uh, money-wise, old team-wise, etc., etc. And and he thinks the Montreal way of playing is suiting his style of play. Um, I would have thought that the, the way that Colorado played also suited his play but is it the fact that the big bruisey um range of players that you have over in the pacific with vegas as well and and seattle coming up and and uh, those kind of things whereas you have maybe more skilled players in 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 the northeast at the moment
0: yeah i don't i don't know i don't know if he was like pushing for a trade or anything i haven't heard that specifically um I, I so I I can't speak to kind of what he was was looking for this this offseason. Um, but I, I think that it might honestly be in terms of style of play, Colorado did play a style that that theoretically would, would fit him really well. High flying, skating, um, kind of offensive minded. I think that the thing that Montreal, I know I'm I'm probably repeating myself, but I think the thing that Montreal just offers more of is opportunity. So he gets the, the play style that he likes and also a little more freedom to, to make mistakes, to, to get more ice time and, and, and really develop his game um, in a way that, that maybe he wasn't going to have the opportunity to do in Colorado because Colorado needs to be more focused on the present and winning now and not having young players making mistakes or whatever because they need to win games in the short term
1: yeah know and, and as you mentioned uh, we've spoken about it but getting that confidence maybe to build to be on the east top level around 25 26 when his contract goes out as well so so it makes sure, completely yeah. sense um you've been listening to peter Barr from uh, the athletic um what are your stories coming out now or when are you preparing for for the season
0: yeah i uh, i'm just kind of gradually working on some 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 stuff i think there'll be a a fun story coming out shortly after this podcast. I don't want to give, give too much away about it, but it's about a, a it's kind of a, a not avalanche specific. So fans might, might want to check it out. And um, yeah, it's, it should be all over the athletic and I don't know uh, when this, I think you said, I think probably the shortly after this episode comes out in the next few days after that. Um, And then I just have some, some gradual stuff I'm working on. I, um, by the time this is out, I should have a story up about kind of Devon Taves, what his next contract could look like. Some guys who maybe could um and then a look at some guys who maybe could could slot into bigger roles for the Avs this coming year. So uh should be interesting and uh Ben Camp will be here before we know it. And we'll see Jonathan Duran is is in Colorado now and, and we'll see how, how he does reunited with Nathan McKinnon. And um, uh, yeah, it should be an interesting year.
1: You 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 gone well, three pieces in that train, really, didn't you? Two prospects in Jonathan Drouin? In
0: the in the New Hook?
1: Yeah, I meaning like you signed you well, Jonathan Drew, Drouin as a free yeah, agent. Drew,
0: yeah, he was a free agent. So not technically, but yeah, they got out of New they got they traded the second round pick from Montreal for um Ross Colton. And then they drafted uh Guliaev, who's a defenseman I think they're pretty excited about out of Russia. And then obviously got the um, uh, the young defenseman who's more of an AHL player and um, from Montreal in that deal as well.
1: Fairbrother, was it? Yeah.
0: Fairbrother, yes, yes. Yes.
1: Peter, it's been superb talking to you. I, I hope we meet in the playoffs uh, soon so we can do this again. That's what I keep telling Murat. <laughs> but but uh, really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so much.